Hello, Scott. Which of your 75 devices are you speaking to me with? I am speaking with device 72.3. So so not only do we have fractional fractional listeners, we have fractional microphones. (laughs) Well, let's face it, we only fractionally use what we say because of our recording incompetencies, so we might as well. (laughs) Oh, my God. We we could blame it on, we only have fractional shows because our fractional equipment doesn't do a full job. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, there we have it. Well, Scotty, I, for one, have been enjoying basking in the glow of people noticing that we were gone. Uh, you have. But is it, is it added to your Mediterranean tan? It has. My savage tan is all the all the sap, more savage. Yeah. That's good. So, uh, but now, but now you're back in um, foggy San Francisco, is it? Or although this actually October is usually pretty nice in San Francisco, isn't it? It is when the air is clean. Um, the latest. <laughs> It's terrible, but it's kind of true. Um, in the last couple of days, the air has become breathable again, and the current f- f- conflagration is now 84% contained and, and like burned 67,000 acres of in Napa and Sonoma, the so-called glass fire. So, yeah, it's pretty tragic. Um, and so, yeah, we will survive. <laughs> but there's going to be, you know, it would be lovely to think that that you know, as part of part of a a you know public works project, since there's you know no shortage of land that needs to be reforested in in the west and and also in the east in coal country, that would be a nice a good place to 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 help you know do two things at once. But that's far. Afield. So you think there'll be some 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 form of Silicon Valley startup for replantation? Well, you know, that's, that's the, you know, you know, Silicon Valley always wants to make things more complicated there. I mean, Mike Lee, I remember had, 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 had put in some slide somewhere as like, you know, our advanced technology has developed a, a device that is very, very efficient that can, you know, with very low cost, absorb tons of carbon. It's called a fucking tree, plant them. <laughs> you know, if you want to use technology for it, you can use drones to drop seed pods, you know, seed pods somewhere, but that's about it. It's kind of true. So it's, it's like the, um, the old, but uh, I believe untrue story, um, or I, I think it's untrue, you know, that NASA spent however many hundreds of thousand dollars developing a pen that would work in zero gravity, whereas the Russians just took pencils. <laughs> That's probably true. I've seen that before. Ah, so you've been back for a for a week now, and um, but I'm assuming you're just uh, back in your work from work from home in in San Francisco. How you know? How's the comparison now between the nine hour time difference and the zero minute time difference? Uh, I found that people are are now more offended that I can pop in on and annoy them more regularly. Um, <laughs> so although you find it hard working with people nine hours away, they find it a lot easier working with you nine hours away. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like that Simpsons episode where, you know, a safety minded German company takes over the plant and discovers that when they furlough Homer, <laughs> plant accidents go down by 300 <laughs> <laughs> percent. So you you are the Homer Simpson of Netflix. That is a picture I will not get out of my head for a long, long time. Somebody out there with some Photoshop skills, please do me that. Please do me that. Uh, yeah. You know, longtime friend and colleague Georg, hi Georg, was kind enough to, to kind of say, oh, the Netflix app has never been so buggy. And so I, I contacted him. You know, to to, to say, hey, I'd, I'd... <laughs> if, this, if this is what your friend said, I'd hate to meet one of your enemies. <laughs> I know exactly. I said I would love to have more. <laughs> hey, John, your work is shit. <laughs> yeah, and I said I would love to get more help. I mean, more info about it. And, and uh, you know, as it is, uh, um, 
it's been passed on to the relevant people um, who it, it, it was, it's a playback issue. So it's not something that I ever work on. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all the detail I'm going to give. Um, but it's, you know, it, 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 I was talking about it with, with, with some friends and colleagues rather, you know, that, that if you work at, at a name brand company, then everybody wants to, to, you know, give their opinion or say, this is broken, this is problem. And, and so you end up having these, un- and it's, it's great. I think if, if somebody's willing to take the time to report something, I, I'm absolutely thrilled. Um, and, and, and I, numbers of people have gotten in touch through, through, through DMS or, or e- email if they know me that way, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to have it because it's, you know, th- that's the reality of software. You can't know everything, which is why, you know, having testers and having users who are kind is, is critically important. That's as much true if you're an indie and don't have the resources as, as it is if you've got a company the size of Netflix. Um, so, I, you know, as, as, as easy as it is to get stung, it's like, hmm, people are impugning my life's work. Um, I actually don't mind at all. I think professionals don't. So... And that was a little bit of the week, but this week is uh, we're preparing for something that's released next week, um, and I can talk about it next week. But it, it's been an interesting adventure. All right, so this is like uh, we've got nothing to say this week, folks. But please tune in next week. We no, might have something no, interesting the, to say. No, but the thing I have to to, to talk about this week, which I can, I'm happy to discuss that with you. It's a work in progress, but this is this is. Uh, and another accessibility challenge I'm happy to talk about. Would you like to hear about it? Okay, let me just do a segment intro because this is the new segment. This is called John's WIP. <laughs> Working progress, right? <laughs> John's, John's whip. Now, there is another one we could get some Photoshop done for. Off we go. Yeah, with me whipping you for being you know, such a bad, bad Scotty. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah go, just just move on quickly accessibility 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 <laughs> yeah that's like maggie thatcher naked in the rain <laughs> sorry <laughs> no move on move on sorry so this is, is something that i was asked to help on um i think it's a good news bad news thing so the good news is is that that you know I and others have been waving the flag so, so much that it, it really is a different world that, that accessibility is thought a lot earlier. And I, I know I've mentioned this passed down to, you know, up to the design phase. Um, and now it's like just no engineer wants to ship something that, that's, that's, that's broken. And, and that's kind of bare minimums to, 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 you know, maintain minimum viable accessibility when you're doing experimental tests. Um, and then when you productize something, then the requirement, it should be every bit as polished, you know, bad accessibility is no different from dropping frames from, you know, having any other type of bugs. It's a, it's a bug, right? So I think that's great. So there's a, a new work that's being done on, in a very important part of the functional part of the app, and that's kind of filtering. Um, and so, you know, and this is something I've talked about in, in past presentations, that there's this kind of gallery filter bar that appears at the top of, 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 the, of the screen, um, and there's a new design that's being worked on it, which um, visually is, is is a lot more beautiful, and functionally is also uh, you know a lot better in the way that it, it makes you it makes it possible to do more sophisticated searches. But it does definitely change things in in the way that the the filtering is presented and how the choices are done. So that we're trying a new technique, um, and got to the point where we discovered that. You know, in, in, as I've said in, in presentations, I think most people know this is that part of the reason why you do accessibility is is if you want to do automated testing, you're already doing about half the work anyway. 
Um, so you may as well just finish it and 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 make something that is accessible both for automation and for for humans. And sometimes you come across a situation where, the, you know, achieving a great experience for humans makes it difficult, sometimes impossible for automation to, to do things. And there's that kind of complicated details, which I probably don't want to go into now, but just hear me now, believe me later, it's, it's, it's the truth. And so sometimes you just have to make. <laughs> oh, holy. Yeah, are you, you like running that? for the sen- Are you running for the Senate or something? No, it's like it's like a it's like a Saturnite live skit of this this you know stereotypical Hans and Franz like ha hear me now believe me later <laughs> I'm going to pump you up it's great maybe I'll find something in, in the in the show notes but anyway so it, it, it is because there are basically there are are gestures you can do I mean there there's you know multiple ways to skin a cat as one says and so there are multiple ways of getting through a a scroll view for example. You know, you can do you can do three finger swipes in, in either direction, um, which will do paging. If it's a collection view, it has cells. You know, you can you can make each cell be the accessible item, and so the the swipe left or right will jump from item to item. Um, and sometimes you run into problems where if you've got long list and you have recycling, um, you can get into problems where you can swipe through and 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 set the the, the voiceover cursor on those cells that are visible, and as soon as one's not, it kind of says, hey, I don't know where to go next, so that jumps out to the next container, which may be somewhere completely else on the screen. It's a terrible experience when that happens. Um, and there, there are numbers of reasons why that might happen, um, and it, it appears that, that uh, I don't know, I don't, if, whether it's an Apple bug, it seems like it, but basically if something is in a navigation bar, you get a different set of behavior with collection views. It's maddening. Um, and so then you start to go back and going back to the drawing board and figure out, well, how do you let people navigate? And there's an actual, you know, WWDC video saying that, you know, another way of, of navigating through long items is to, to implement something called accessibility increment or accessibility decrement, which basically is, is if you can imagine a slider, like a, a time slider on, a, on a, a video scrubber, for example, we actually do it that way. So if you focus set focus on the scrubber, it announces that this is adjustable, and then it, it, there's a hint that's given by the system saying you can swipe up and down with one finger um, to be able to move it back and forward. So you can use that technique on on some type of items where you wouldn't imagine it, where you know normally with the, a collection view, you just the user scrolls and taps, but you can, there's nothing preventing you from using an increment to, to do that as well. So the problem with that is that um, that basically means that you're you're creating a custom accessibility container, and then you're responsible for setting the number of items and setting the frame for for each item, and that's all 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 well and good. But it just basically means that that when when automation is running, automation does can't do accessibility increment and decrement because voiceover is not running. So you know, automation requires on, on having an accessibility identifier for every item. So that was the the challenge, and so. Uh, we it's not the first place where we go say well if automation is running take this code path and if it's not take the other code path and we generally don't like doing that but sometimes you have no choice because there's simply no way to to reconcile the two so um it took a while to get there but uh, this was a good case of 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 you know it's sometimes you need multiple people to to look at it and and really refine it uh, especially if if you have you know one person who's implementing is is deeply familiar about how their new system works, 
um, and then then if and and accessibility has to be baked in. But then if they run into run into walls because they say, okay, well, I, I don't know where to go here, and then you get called in. Um, it takes a little bit of time to kind of wrap your head around how 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 the thing is supposed to work in in one case, and then say, okay, well, this is how you adapt it. And what was nice as well, and I'll shut up with this, is that you know I got a Slack message from a colleague who I have to say is, has, has kind of gone very far along their journey from like, you know, why do I have to care about this? Or, you know, I'll worry about it when we productize to now deeply, deeply caring and, and just wanting to, to do as good a job with this as, as they do with, with any of the other aspects of it. And that, that makes me smile. But what, what he had said was, you know, that I can see now that it's not just you really have to get to what is the the core of the navigation structure what's the mental model and and how does that differ if you have sight or or low vision um versus somebody else and and it's just because an element is visible to somebody on on screen doesn't necessarily mean it should be visible in exactly the same way using voiceover all right, Scotty, while I've been you know, dropping all these knowledge bombs, I can hear three things. You typing saying, this is so boring. The, the dog sound that, that you have, you press a button Ferris Bueller style in order to, to get sympathy from the audience saying, oh, my God, I'm being attacked by dogs. Um, and doorbells that are simulating somebody coming to, to tell you about about Mormonism and that that's going to be your excuse to, to leave the recording session. Close, close. I was typing into Slack. I'm in a, uh, I'm recording a podcast. I'll talk to you in about 30 minutes. Uh, yes, uh, someone has just come through the door of my house and the dog barked, and that was my phone ringing, not doorbells. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty close. I'm sorry, who are you and what were you saying? <laughs> Scotty, you're so mean. So after, I'm going to stop oh, this right is, this is This is the professional world that we we, we live in i mean it's like uh the trouble at the moment i am doing reconstruction of my house so there are no walls ah. I mean, there are walls on the outside of the house but there are just very few walls on the inside of the house so the noise just travels through the house and um even though even though the door of my office is shut it doesn't really help that there are no walls to the office other than that oh so, god so, <laughs> so please resist the you know the 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 urge to put in glass walls in the bathroom see this would be great wouldn't it? actually i should uh have a glass office on on the top floor of my house because that would make me look really important wouldn't it it would wouldn't it It'd give you that that and, dr yeah. evil or tony stark look and i could say to my wife my dear my door is always open oh god <laughs> because that's what that's what any good boss says isn't it <laughs> absolutely Ah, uh, dear oh dear ah uh, so, shall I say something now? You should say something now because I've been talking our fractional listeners' ear off. No, no, I, I think our fractional listeners quite enjoy your, um, uh, well, maybe more than quite enjoy your your uh, sort of delves into this stuff. Because yes, not forget, a lot of us don't get to do uh, accessibility to um, the same level that you do, um, and so although when we're dealing. So sometimes it means we might not quite get what you're saying because it's like like the detail is not in an area we're used to. But equally, you know, we're all used to fighting table views or, you know, collection views. And, you know, saying I had a bad time with a collection view this week is like, yeah. yeah. Saying it's Monday. Yeah, saying it's Monday. Whereas, um, you know, I think just picking up little bits as people go, people are planning accessibility of your your um just stuff in it is you know um even if it's not something that's about to be used sadly or whatever else it just it just raises concerns and you might you know who knows how many 
millions of hours you are saving people in the future just from having all these talks. That's a, that's a lovely thought. Probably not true, but but I, I appreciate the sentiment. I'm doing I'm doing my best to keep you encouraged here. <laughs> Thank you, Scotty. <laughs> well, allow me to encourage you. How is how is life in the the unsynced world of Moneywell? Do you the know, time sink of Moneywell. Just putting Moneywell to one side at the moment. The I, money yeah, sink. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather not talk about money sink. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> big the big hole in the ground down which I am putting all my money, <laughs> known as Moneywell. <laughs> money sink, and the neighbors say, "Well, well, well." There, well, there goes Scotty. <laughs> there we are. There we are. It's um yeah so you're gonna have to have dog news noises in the background because it's uh uh yeah he's early he I, he always barks at five p.m. when he uh, uh when he thinks it's his time to be fed but he's early he's, he's he's obviously his Apple Watch battery is gone um so uh just putting money to one side for a moment um something I wrote I said to remind you about it this week something I wrote a couple weeks ago that I haven't written for a long long time was some Apple script oh right yeah I was supposed to remind you tell us all about Apple script which which is I have decided, well, by by taking everyday English words in an attempt to make a, an accessible programming language has made itself the most incomprehensible jargon <laughs> ever written. <laughs> so it met its design goal. So, so what we need to do is to introduce a scripting language that looks so easy, everyone will say how great we've done, but is so hard to use, no one will ever use it, so we don't really have to support it properly. <laughs> My <laughs> God. They, they are geniuses. That sounds, this. Like, that sounds like a mission statement. <laughs> it does, it? So, so there we are. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> did you, I mean, back in... Uh, back when I started doing Mac development in 2006-ish, 2007, I mean, all good apps were, were oh, yeah. script-enabled. And I remember, um, I think, doing an interview with Daniel Jalka right back in early 2007 about how he'd um, put Apple Script support into into um, Mars Edit. And, you know, and, you know and, and the way you design your structures and do it, but, you know, I think basically sandboxing killed Apple Script, didn't it? Really? Yes. Because it's just like, uh, you know, you kind of. I had an app that used to use um, uh, that I'd written called Track Time, and it used to try and. It, first of all, it would tell you what apps you'd had in the foreground throughout the day, um, and would um, you know, so so you could see where your time had gone, uh, and if you were using a web browser, it would tell you which websites you'd been on during the day. Uh, but it used to integrate with almost every app by via Apple Script and try and work out what you were doing with it, and it would ask it questions in Apple Script. Uh, but of course, you know, that that's an impossible app to to run now as a definitely as a Mac App Store app sandbox because you know it's just going to be <laughs> it's just security wise is never going to be allowed to happen. So uh, those were the days eh, when you could just script the heck out of anything. Uh, anyway, why was I using Apple Script this time? Um, because it is, and this is where someone can write into me and tell me how completely wrong and utterly wrong I am. Um, I needed something I was doing within an application to be able to switch the Mac between dark mode and light mode as part of its operation um, so to, to, to do different things because it, uh, it wanted to do something in light mode and then repeat the same action in dark mode and compare results. Um so I needed the app to be able to switch the mode automatically and then put it back again. And the only way I could find to do it was by using Apple Script against System Events to to um, get it to uh, 
to, to do its thing. So the fact that that works and it works pretty well and it goes means to use the app, you have to give it um, permissions to access um, uh, those events. But it but it does do it. But it's uh, uh, so Apple Script did do its job. It, it makes it switch around. But you know, am I, is there an API that you know of that I have totally missed that allows me to switch the the uh, system level mode from within AppKit? Within AppKit, isn't there a runtime thing for doing it? I, I want to think that there is because uh, I'm pretty sure for automation testing we did something. I, I thought that there was a, a runtime switch you could use, like a like like an, a launch argument. On no, to I mean, switch the. I, I want to switch the whole system, not just the app. Oh, the a whole operating system. Oh, that the I whole. No I I want the whole OS to to, oh, to switch I, across. That I can't imagine that that, that that exists. No, probably not. Which is why, but you can do it in Apple Script. So um, that's that's what it did. So it was uh, uh, an interesting little um, exercise and adventure. And it was, but it was more the fact that it was a a blast from the past of um, uh, of how to do this stuff. So uh, yeah, it's um, it was four five whole lines of uh, Apple Script. Uh, towards system events, but um, would you like to would you like to know what those five lines are? Could we should, could would, could we do like one of these bedtime code readings? Yes, please do. I I do not like you, Apple Script. I do not yes. like you. My my shirt I ripped. <laughs> I do not yes. like it. It's something like that. In the day, let me let me try it. Let me try it. Let me try it in that tone. Tell application system events. Tell appearance preferences. <laughs> Set dark mode to not dark mode. Entel Entel. That's How was that? That's actually really good. You can do something really funny with that. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's 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 a, a, a fairly famous video of somebody reading Hop on Pop. I think that's what it was. Some Dr. Seuss, you know, book and set with a, a beat uh, that's made famous by Dr. Dre. And it really worked well. It was really good. Well, there we are. Maybe there is it. Maybe I've got a, a whole album coming out on Apple Music soon of um, Apple Script recitation. <laughs> I, honestly, you should do it before James Dempsey steals the idea. <laughs> that is that is true. So there we are. I, I did all that big, big build up to tell you that I wrote five lines of Apple Script. <laughs> well, five so. lines that saved the world. I mean, a million years ago when I was just getting started, before I ever wrote code myself, I was in awe of this Austrian fellow um, who was just a brilliant programmer um, and, and just dry and snarky as hell. He's, you know, famous for like having said to me, you know, yeah, John, you see, if you get into an accident and you're only going, you know, 90 miles an hour, you're, you're just going to have lots of problems <laughs> and you'll wish that you died. However, if you're going <laughs> 300 kilometers an hour and you get into an accident, you have no problems. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's also famous for saying that basically and and, and I, I i'm having these you know repressed memories of of being a next step developer next step development shop and then we were trying to to do a cd-rom which would you know at the time there was something called the iso file system which is basically the dos file system eight plus three file system eight plus three file names which is what was the DOS standard that would ran the universe then. And then there were these things called Rockridge extensions, which would allow you to have lengthy file names and, and 
resource forks if you were on a Mac. And so uh, we needed that. And so there wasn't any software for mastering, you know, file systems on, 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 on next step. And he wrote one. It was great. And, but he said, you know, he said, you know, after, after the, the nuclear bombs are dropped, only two things will survive cockroaches and eight plus three file names. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd totally forgotten eight plus three file names. That is, yeah, that is, yeah. You tell the kids of today, eh? And they won't believe it. You tell remember, them. I, they'll just say, Entel, Entel, Entel is the new OK Boomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apple script will be back. The future of development will be tell system, do what I want, Entel. Well, it, will, it won't even be that because it will say, you know, if with Facebook and, and, and all the level of, of, you know, psychographic data that they have and to know what our emotional, not even to know what our emotional state is, not by, by guessing. <laughs> to but tell by you what your emotional state is. Yes, it's really, yeah. it's like if you have to think that you this should magical. should be feeling sad now. This magical, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny now that you make me think about that because, you know, uh, to hear my hero Stuart Copeland talk about what it's like to 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 score, you know, films. The director comes here and it's like, I need happy, sad, but sad, worried, and then you know, bright hope with a dash, and then an, a slow arc towards resolution, and then you know, all hope lost at the last moment. And he basically that that that's what that that's how they speak. And then you basically say, okay, well, I need an E minor, and then I need you know, a sus, you know, a suspended twelfth, and that whatever you need, you know, kind of you you convert it from one thing. And it's, it's quite the same thing, like this whole idea about I'm going to tell the computer what to do, and now you, you know you really do have social media systems that say, we're going to tell you how you should feel right now, because based on that, we have advertisers who are bidding up, you know, the need for, for sad and worry yeah. today. You, and should, you, should, you should be feeling sad right now. Here, would you like some happy pills? It's totally true. Yeah. Red is the new blue. Yeah. There we are, and then people will need a well with money in the bottom of it that they can jump into. Well, that's why you, that's why you should change it. You should pivot now and just basically go into to emotion. So, like a feel well, feel well. Mm-hmm. Yes, there we are. That's it. That's it. Money well will now never ship. Feel well mm-hmm. is going to come. There, we've solved all problems right now. Basically, instead of controlling how you how you spend all your money, or going to spend your money. You'll control how you feel about it. You will control how you feel about the fact you've just given me all of your money. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. It sounds like a perfect plan. I will put it to my business partners tomorrow and we will see how it goes. Yeah. So yeah. next week I'll be telling you, I have been writing the initial algorithms for Feel Well. We've decided to do it in Apple Script. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, Scotty, it may be time to to you know bring this this ship into to ram it ram it against the the the, the, the side on the Indian coast or something to junk it. Um, that's a terrible image, but unfortunately, it's true that there there is a place um, where where basically you know dead tanker ships and dead you know whatever you know freight ships are just slammed against the rocks, and then eventually some people you know come and and kind of take away the bits of steel that can be used. Um, and not trying to say that that's the imagery that, that we want for our podcast, but <laughs> the 
graveyard of ships. It's like this podcast is like hanging out in a graveyard of ships. <laughs> Something like that. Or it's like you've you've taken all your time and energy and rammed it against the rocks on some seacoast. And maybe some people can pick over it and get some useful bits of info here and there. But most people have moved on. See, John, I think we have a very skilled thing we could we could sort of somehow bottle up here and, and sell that I think we have the ability to take about 30 seconds of technical value and wrap it up in 30 minutes <laughs> there, there, <laughs> of, concise, of, of concise drivel. <laughs> 30 seconds of, of value in 30 minutes of waffle, wrapped up in 30 minutes of waffle. That's good. There we are. Uh, so, right, so you want me to tell people how um, they can... Um, yeah, uh, no, let me say that again. John, how should people get hold of you if they want to um, uh, be like a passing ship in the night as you crash into the graveyard? Well, I think that they should go to the place, which is the, the sea of <laughs> the sea of good feelings. So that's Twitter, where you'll find me as Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And Scotty, if people want to tell you about how they would like their feelings to be directed for next week, where may they make that request? Uh, well, they should um, tell application Twitter, mm. uh, let message equal Scotty, you are great. Send message to Mac Devnet and tell and tell and tell. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Because <laughs> yeah. I need to move on. I need yeah. to move on. So next week I'll be reciting Python, um, oh, including funny. including tabs versus spaces. Mm. <laughs> well, the episode title, Sam, is Entel, Entel, Entel. Yes, yes. Like the Intel transition of 2006. Yep. All right, Scotty. And with that, we should probably do the world a favor and shut the fuck up. <laughs> wait, wait, that's the title. <laughs> do the world a favor. In parentheses, Intel, Intel, Intel. Oh, I'm sure we're the only two people in the world who find us amusing. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> and I'm not even sure one of us was half the time. <laughs> Right. It's been an an absolute blast as always. And fractional listener this week, we apologize maybe even slightly more than we usually do. But thanks. Thanks for listening. And until next time, you, you take care. Thank you.